Media host and producer of World Music Views, J.R. Watkins, will be taking his exclusive interviews online with the World Music Views podcast. The show that is also aired on TVJ's Entertainment Report will transform into full-length interviews with a number of dance hall and reggae greats. YouTube certainly validated music consumption in the Caribbean community. World Music Views podcast is now available on all streaming platforms. Done. He taught for 10 years at the Merrill Grove High School in Kingston. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Remember, the dance hall mark says Donamat Webkis is global head of music at World Music Views. He's film director, television host, podcast host World at World Music Views, digital media and marketing strategies for artists and corporations. Yeah, yeah man. man. And extract from his Amazon page says Donovan Watkins is an entertainment industry power broker, media haven expert, and cultural writer. The Boss Caribbean Lifestyle magazine describes him as an ambitious go-getter with a penchant big for turning ideas into investment into opportunities. Yeah, he is the founder of Think Ed Jamaica Limited a company at the intersection of music, film, television, technology, brands, culture, and social good. He's artist, manager and consultant, record producer, educator, and author. He wrote in 2016, JR's Hop. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Coloring culture, a kaleidoscopic anthology of essays in 2017 and the book you are seeing there on the table, Cultural Capital to Financial Capital Reggae Dance Hall in 2022. The Amazon page for this publication states that it sheds new light on the discourse around turning culture into wealth by using one's competitive advantage, especially in the music, food, and hospitality industries. He has inspired so many people with his writings. Welcome, Mr. Watkins. The floor is yours. Madam Teacher Montaya. This Montaya taught me, by the way. Doreen Reed. Doreen was my colleague. She was in year three when I was just coming. I have a memory of Doreen where my first week I almost quit school. I eventually quit. But she, the first week I got a a play to do. We had to do the entire play. First time I had to play, write it, script it, everything. And, she, and I didn't know what to do. And, and she and a guy named Delroy actually wrote it, do everything, and showed me, literally sitting and showing, like, yo, do this, do this, do this. And they played a role in it. So I really always remember Doreen. Thank you so much for that. Always remember. <laughs> um, today I want to talk to you about big up Zoom. Zoom, big up yourself. Big up Zoom. Um, I noticed there are mostly women here than men, one, two men here who are students. But I want to talk to you about mission, money, and purpose, which is really what this book is about, Cultural Capital to Financial Capital, my third book. There's a man who was born of Jamaican parents. This man, born in New York, Mother, you know that story where your mother sent her back to Jamaica, come stay with your granny? So he came back to stay with him, granny, and he heard songs 
the marketplace because in Granny got market. This is like 1940s there, but man went back to foreign, got a writer. They wrote a song called Deo, me say Deo. They like come on, me want go home. Deo, me say 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 Deo. They like come on, me want go home. Come, me say Tally, come Tally the banana. So that's a real song about real circumstances by a man named Harry Belafonte. He didn't write it as a Caribbean writer wrote it, but that's a real song because people used to have to come and tally them banana and put it on a ship and send it off. Harry turned culture into capital, which is what this book is. Now, Harry, sing him song. 1956, I believe, he released an album called Calypso with that song on the album. That album is the first in the world, not the first black man, the first Jamaican, the first album in the world to sell a million copies was Calypso by Harry Belafonte with market song on it, folk songs, songs where you sing now and things say, a foolishness. Now Harry could have stopped this because most people who make their money, with them do? Gone. They're not busy with people, can't make your money, that's why I do this for it. Harry not stopped this, sir. Harry became one of the leading fundraisers for the civil rights movement. You ever heard about the civil rights movement with Mark, um, Martin Luther King? Harry Belafonte was and still is one of the biggest or if not the biggest fundraiser for that movement. He went and helped to liberate black people in America who were being oppressed side by side with Martin Luther King. Further to that, he went to South Africa and helped with freedom fighting in Nelson, with Nelson Mandela, who was in prison for 27 years under an apartheid system. Further to that, in 04, when I was here, John Bertram Aristide from Haiti was unceremoniously taken out of Haiti. And Bill Clinton, who was the president of the US at the time, was giving Harry Belafonte a presidential medal. And Harry said, put back. Now, it wasn't the 04 one. It was before. It was two times that took out Aristide. It was the time before. But the time before, he said, put back Aristide, or else me no want your medal. Guess what Bill did? Put back Aristide. Harry get a medal, because Harry has what is called cultural capital. Remember where him start? Deo. Remember that? Jamaica thing him start from. Harry not stop this, sir. Where do you, sir? Where do you, where do you, where do Harry a whole old man. Harry Belafonte is one of the leading figures, his organization, one of the leading figures in raising and organizing the women's movement in America that marched on Washington the day after Donald Trump was elected. So I'm still a fight, still a fight, a struggle in I'm days. And why I'm telling you this, when you choose to become a star, big actor, big, big actor, by the way, bear things are going on with him, nearly dead, but I'm there. When I direct, if you don't die, we live to do it another day. <laughs> but when you, when you choose your, your field, when you choose your, your profession, and you choose to be an actor, director, singer, songwriter, whatever, you must know why you're doing it. Why you want to become an actor? Why you want to dance? 
Why you want to sing? Because you really sing, so many are called, but few are chosen. Enough people sing, enough people are dancer. In fact, 80% of your colleagues are unemployed. You know why? They don't have no mission. Because people with mission rise to the occasion, regardless of what one. Her story, beautiful. She didn't take no fair answer. All when them not she she pretty. You understand what I'm saying? When you have a mission, you don't take no because that yes is in your spirit. And when you have a mission, as you step, God help you with the next step. As you make one step, God help you the next step. But if you're lazy, you don't know why you're doing it, and you have warped intentions just to exploit the industry, guess what? The industry is going to exploit you first because the industry will quickly see that you will do anything for money, and when that happens, you know the rest. So you have to be on your mission from day one. Okay, I want to be a star. What am I going to do with stardom? What am I going to do? How am I going to be a star? Next topic I want to talk to you about, purpose. The beginning of music from Harry Belafonte's Deo in Jamaica transitioned into Skia, which have Byron Lee and the Dragoneers, Millie Small, my boy Lollipop. Then they move into Rocksteady. Girl, I've got a date. Uh, and then that moved into who? Who after Rocksteady? Young man. Reggae music. <laughs> Bob Marley. Tootsie Birds. Toots was the man that invented the name Reggae, by the way. Bob Marley and the Whalers. After reggae, we have dance hall. Wake the time to tell the people. And this is when the music comes, get away. <laughs> That's the beginning of the dance hall. Sounds. Man just a mix sound. And then we have now the vibes cartels and the chopping. Everybody a chop, 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 chop. But it came from it came from something. It didn't just automatically reach chopping. It came from something. It came from shot the sheriff. It come from market woman. It come from a, a long history of disenfranchised people who did a suffer. Reggae music was invented in Bakawal, Kingston. Rastaman who were outcasted from society. And they were in Pinnacle and they were in Moby. Outcasts from society start beat them kettle drum and make them sound and make them nice till it become what we know now as this popular music. Now, what is the purpose of becoming a singer star? And that's what we're going to call them, whether they are DJ or singer or whatever. What's the purpose? What are you going to use that for? Because if when you get it, all you do is use it to ill affect society, society going to spit you out. And I don't have to show you the many who society spit out. Because the power of being an artist is not yours, you know. I come here, come here, come see it. You didn't invent dance. You didn't invent acting. You didn't invent none of this. You come here and you see it. It comes from a culture. You curate it. You might become the best in the world. But if you don't know how to use it, people are going to shoot you down. Because as you rise with roles, you also rise with responsibility. 
So you must have a purpose. So you must have a mission, have a purpose, and it must make money. One of the things Edna Manley don't teach you is how to turn this art, whatever discipline you study, into money. They make it seem like, say, just studying alone is enough, and getting a degree alone is enough. I dropped out. I came back to the man a second time. I dropped out. I have one semester left. I'll probably never finish it. Because at the cusp of December 2010, this is when I came back, 2010, I had a son coming. My son is now 12, about to go into high school. And when I calculated it, I'm a teacher. I'm coming here to do some more teaching business. Teaching couldn't support me as a man, a man. It couldn't support me. So I had to clock into my purpose and find my entrepreneurial spirit. So even though I'm an artist, even though I know how to do all of this grand stuff that I was taught, I must be able to think like an entrepreneur and act like an artist or act like an artist and think like an entrepreneur, which means I have to be business savvy. You must know how to turn your art, whether you're drama, music, dance, theater, whatever you study, into a business. And that means projected income. That means pay your taxes and your tithes. <laughs> you can't afford God or tithes. Um, and, and get yourself situated with a good accountant, a good lawyer. Day one, if you find, say, and this is an advice for you, incorporate your name. Register your name domain. What's your name again? Tonyan.com should be yours if it's not already. Whatever you're going to put on it, own that. Because if you become a star for real, people will take your domain name and sell it for you. And you lose all of that capital. You get what I'm saying? Plus, incorporate your very name because your name is, if you're building a brand surrounding your name, think Oprah or Tyler Perry, as you say. TylerPerry.com is owned by Tyler Perry. The name Tyler Perry is owned by Tyler Perry. Because if he doesn't, me, I go take it. And <laughs> me, I go put it up. And me, I go make money from it. So you have to know to protect your art. Because you can build the biggest thing. And if you don't protect it, people exploit it. And money is made from it that you don't make. So mission, purpose, money. And the next, the last part I want to tell you is how to give back, which something I'm doing now. Um, this, is, this is more... Uh, I'm speaking to you as I'm learning in real time. Trevor Nairn, who was my brethren. Right, so we meet Trevor Nairn. Trevor put me in a play, and I wasn't the best actor, but that was the lead role. <laughs> I would have done the play. I actually left midway, because me always I think more money. Midway the play, I went to go on a tour of the Caribbean. And you know that's a no-no at drama school. Eugene, who was the director, said, you can't go. If you go, you can't come back. I'm like, okay, watch me. Since they will have a fight. When I came back, Trevor said to me, you know, Trevor always whispered. Trevor said, I'm happy you went, you know. But you sent the cast back. <laughs> but I'm happy you went. <laughs> because he was a realistic person. And, and because of that, Trevor was the only person that never judged me on that decision, by the way. And Trevor always rate me because of that. And even after, as I tell you, I was the best actor. 
And Trevor Noah for let it down soft, you know. <clears throat> and I've done movies, one best actor was everything, but Trevor is a hard nut to, to crack. Mm -hmm. Trevor said, JR, perhaps you'll be better off in the technical areas. <laughs> but I'm a virgin. We can't take them critiques. <laughs> but, but as a result, Trevor brought me on the Grand Gala. And I was side by side with him doing the Grand Gala. All the Grand Galas. I always do all the, the, the sometimes I do light, sometimes I do audiovisual, sometimes I do any job him give me for do, but do it. And I was always willing. Liberty Hall, while I was here, Blacker was going to Liberty Hall to teach the second year students. I saw them going, I was like, may I come to? This not nothing to do with me now. I said, may I go to? I'm going to go at Liberty Hall. We relaunched Liberty Hall. I don't know how many of you know Liberty Hall. You should check it out, by the way. It's downtown on King Street. And we launched it, played Marcus Garvey. And we launched it years ago, 04. And now I am a board member of the Liberty Hall organization. And, and I credit part of that to my give back. I didn't have to do that. Right now, with the selling of this book, proceeds from this, I'm donating musical instruments. Because as you get, you have to give. Trevor again said to me before he died, come here and Trevor used to, we have lunch all the time, just randomly link me and we just go all apart. And he said to me, um, JR, you know, same talk, JR, <laughs> you see like how you're doing well now, you need to help plenty people. And I don't know why he said that to me, you know, when just Bless me with that thought. And, I, and, and since he died, that has been with me. Like, we have to learn to give back because it's part of the cycle. I'm here now to give back to you. But, it, but bigger than that, it's part of the cycle to just bless others. As you learn, you teach. As you get, you give. So mission, purpose, money. Don't let out the money, I promise you. Find a way to set up your business. And when you set up your business and you start to make real money, give back. Find people in need. Buy people lunch. Sometimes people hungry. Just hungry for the day. Whatever you can do, give back. And that's what I want you to walk with in your spirit. Mission, purpose, make the money, and give back. Bless you all. Oh, and get my book, Cultural Capital to Financial Capital. All you Zoom people, you're not here. Cultural Capital to Financial Capital on Amazon. Big up yourself. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, since you're a past student of the Edinburgh College, um, have you ever, like, since while going to the school, college, um, you ever felt like you're losing a passion along the way? Like, you just feel like like giving up because of stress, really rough. Like you just don't feel like you're cut out for acting or, you know, based on, sometimes you feel like pressured by your peers or uh, other things, you know, circumstances or whatever, but. Who's question? Um, I love you, I love you guys. All right, so. That's one of the reasons why I talk to you about mission, right? Because if you don't have a mission, you lose momentum. Momentum is, is the only thing that makes people stay in this 
in any business that you, you start because some days you might have a big success, especially if you, like I've done big ads, global ads. And there's a, there's a story in my head. When Bob Marley started, Bob Marley's first album sold 14,000 copies. Him could have gone yard. Him could have been like, this is enough for me. More so, the producer of the album, Chris Blackwell, could be like, yo, man, but I don't rasta man here, man. Because before Bob Marley, he sold 7 million copies with Millie Small, my boy Lollipop. But he had his mission and know that more than sales, these guys are important. So you have to, one, know that you are important. If you're not called, don't do this. Because you, you, you're going to get tired. You're going to go to audition and people tell you say you're ugly, which is nonsense, by the way. You don't play them games with people. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a mean-spirited person. You're going to find a lot of people like that in the industry because whenever people don't feel good themselves, they try to project that energy on you. But, but in terms of giving up, if you're on your mission, just don't waste no time. If you, if you keep on your journey and every day you do one thing to advance yourself, you're good to go. Just don't waste no time. When you waste time, you become lazy, your dopamine levels go down, you're like, oh, I can't bother with this, you go find a work somewhere else, which 90% which of your peers did that. The people who are practicing artists, practic practicing singers, practicing actors, musicians, whatever, those are the people who decide that this is what's my calling and this is what I'm doing. So you have to decide that early and stay on your mission. Stay on your mission. Ask God, pray, and wherever God say you do that. Because when you're on a mission, you know, nobody can take you off. You know. But when, it, when it's not your mission, if you're doing something you're not supposed to do, you get tired. When you're up on your mission, you can't tired. It's, it's just, that's why you wake up. But entrepreneurial skills are, are very simple. You got to know how to run a business. You got to set up a business. You have to register your business. Um, you have to have proper books. You have to get and make stuff. If you're a creative entrepreneur, like there are a lot of people, right, who say they're entrepreneurs in this business and they get a lot of money by raising funds, but they, they don't own anything. So they license a lot of things. Only way to have a stake in this business and to make any money is to own intellectual property. And that means your name is on the brand product. Your name is on the music. If you sing a song, when you sing a song, you leave the studio and you have no split on the song, you don't own that song. That song is owned by the producer or the record label who will buy it later. If you do a play and you're an actor, by the way, do y'all know how, many, how much money Actors get doing plays in Jamaica? I remember how it was back then. Yeah, actors make between five and seven thousand dollars per show in Jamaica. So that's for those of you who want to become theater actors, that's what you're going out there for. Um I don't know about y'all, but I can't make money. So you go have to own the intellectual property to make money from it. You have to write your own plays. Anything you want to do, you want to be a filmmaker. I'm advising you, write your own script. Because if you own the script, you own the DNA 
of the product. The part of it what, that can be exploited. This book, written by me, if, you, if they turn this into a play or a movie, I own the words. So you have to become a writer. If you're into advertising, copywriting, the person who write the script for the ad, that's a skill, by the way. And, and I've always said Edna Manley students should do that. My first job in this entertainment business was doing an ad for Pepsi. You have to get into copywriting, just like you get into playwriting, because you might write a line. I did a play call that you were in. Um, Reggae music is the heartbeat of Jamaica. Low and steady inflation is the heartbeat of the economy. That's a simple line, but that's a valuable line. Very simple line. So if you're able to write taglines for advertisement, um, Pusha T wrote, ta da 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 I'm loving it. He got paid 500,000 US dollars for that line. ta da 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 I'm loving it. Very simple line. So if you learn how to do that, you can get ahead, but you have to learn how to, to write, learn how to communicate from that basic level and build out on that. Otherwise, you're just going to be work for hire. And if you're work for hire, you're replaceable. Easy, easy, easy. Okay. So we have another question in the chat from Lennox Richards. He says, how, it's for Mr. Watkins. Uh, sorry, Watkins. Uh, how to brand a business and your product? Um, so you can do two ways, right? You can brand a business with yourself, which is a risky way. But if it works, you make the most money. So Oprah, she brand herself on her business. Donald Trump, brand himself on a business. Um, Kanye West, brand himself on a business. It's a way to do it, but it's very risky, especially if your brand is not the best. Donald Trump made billions as Trump non-politician. But when he became a politician, it cost something like $27 to stay at him hotel <laughs> mm. because the price went down. And he doesn't own the hotel, you know. All he did was license his name. He doesn't own none of the hotels that he has. Probably few of them he owned. But they licensed his name to put on the hotel. And because he became a politician, and, and you have some people for him, some people against him, the brand went down. Now, the other way you can do it is to create a brand separate from you and ncb is a brand that's created separate from its owner michael leachin who's a separate brand um, this book cultural capital to financial capital it has its own brand called cap it has its own website called cap which will become a whole movement selling more than just books so this is a brand separate i have my own brand jerry watkins that hosts tv show every time i host i make sure to say Hi, I'm Jerry Watkins because I'm tagging myself to the TV show. So when you see the show, you see me. When you see me, you see the show. Um, there are different ways. If you create a product, that's amazing. Let's say you find a way to, to get theater to become the best thing. You, you own the IP to, to building new theaters, portable theaters. Let's say you create portable theaters and it's you create it. You might want to call it Porte. They're going to know who created it, but Porte is going to be a brand by itself. So your brand needs a reputation. Your brand needs to solve a problem. And that can be you solving the problem or the product or service you're creating solving the problem. Uh -huh. Whole leap of knowledge, right? Um, any other question? 
I have a question there from somebody in the audience. She's coming. Um, meanwhile, she comes. I want to read some, something from Rishana Badley that she wrote in the, in the chat. She says, just a comment. This was a well-needed workshop. All the information given is appreciated. And personally, I will be using a strategies share here today to help me building my art. Sir McNaught, I will hold on to the new meanings of pimps. <laughs> share. Miss Laylor, you are, your story of not taking no's for an answer, that I will stand firm. And Mr. Watkins, as you speak of losing passion, some days I feel lost, but theater somehow gives me warmth of home for me. And so, developing the mission, capping on my purpose, and of course, seeking options to make the money while having the mindset to win, then give back. Fruitful information share, thank you all. That was Prishana Badley. So we are ready. For, we are ready for the next question. Go ahead, please. Hello. This question was from Jordan, but she had to leave. She wanted to know what are some places or spaces outside of Edna where we can integrate ourselves in order to network and transition well upon graduating. Where we are able to network so that we can transition well upon graduating. I think, let me say, so there's this, this false notion, right? That all people have the answer. Not Nagasa. You know who you can network with? Your peers. Come together, create something, and, and shift the game. Th these are your mentors, your friends, because old people look, like you as, look at you as inexperienced. Unless you're remarkable that, and doing something that they can use, they're going to discredit you to begin with. No industry allow young people to come take over. None. Theater worse. Because theater have like three people that do active theater every day. But among your peers, come together, look what them are do, model it, and start it right where you're there. These, these, find out the strengths. Your strength, you can talk, you can dance, you can do, and, and create business. When you graduate, your cohort, could, and this used to happen at Edna Manley, by the way. There was a sister in theater. There were several groups coming out of Edna Manley. Music school used to have a band every year. Every year, successful bands, by the way. Um, C-sharp, all these bands used to come out of music school every single year. Edna Manley School of Drama need to have that kind of vibe where every year, when you guys graduate, you network together, form your theater groups, form your bands, form your companies, form your advertising companies. My friends, advertising is the game, the entire game, even if you're the theater, because you have to advertise it. The entire game, I call all of this commercial, all of this, drama, music, dance, art. Art thrives on patronage. If people not come, you have to do it for yourself. If you put on an art show, I'm saying under the distinguished patronage of so-and-so-and-so, and people have to come. So network among yourselves. When they see now, when me see, if you not kill the game, and me see someone not kill the game, may I bring camera down and beer things come feature. 
What if we not just sit down and wait for other people? Not Nagam. Nobody told me that. People made it seem like something is out there to do. Not not that for do if you don't create it. You have to find the power within yourselves and say, come and do this now, come and do this now. Everybody now go come in now. Because bad mind about. And when success come, when money come, it cause problems. But, but find the leadership in you and learn to organize and reorganize. See what they're doing. The internet is wide open. A lot of what I learned was off my phone, whole leap. And I still learn from my phone. Use it. It's a different time. I'm not saying to discard them. What I'm saying like is, now what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, networking is about giving value. Because if me know you, and you not giving no value, better you never know me. Because networking is about what, you, how are you bringing what you know and learn to help what I'm doing? And I'm saying if you can give it to me, you can give it to yourself. You can give it to your peers. So it's, it's not, not magical that older people have. In fact, a lot of them don't know what to do next, especially coming out of the pandemic. I can tell you, they don't. You are who they're looking to for solutions. And this is at every level of the business. They don't know. I work with billionaires, Virgin. And if me not bring value to them, they don't know. They literally don't know how to. I do PR for a record label right now for one of the biggest new artists, right? And they don't know what, the, well, the artist is creating a lot of problems. This is not an old problem. This is a brand new problem, which requires a brand new solution. So it requires me and my young mind to think new. Now they have been in the business for years. Years they've been in the business, but they never see this new chopping, chopping problem yet. Because <laughs> it's brand new. So, so I come with something that's valuable to them, and that's the only reason they will pay me. Because I'm, I'm translating for them how streaming works, what's happening with this kind of psyche, what's happening in Jamaica. Yeah, but I could offer that to you if you had a company. Because I'm not waiting on older people to come give me work. I'm actively doing what I do without, you know, anybody. So you need, you need perspective. And one of the people I work with is Anthony Miller. But if I didn't bring value to Anthony Miller's show, I couldn't put my show in the middle of Anthony Miller's show. That has never happened in the history of Jamaica yet. And I just create a show and say, Anthony, may I have that show here? And I'm going to put it in the middle of your show. And him say, yes. Anthony Miller, with darker people on TV. <laughs> so I had to come with some value. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, that practice, learn, teach yourself. Don't, don't think school going to give you it all. Learn every day when you leave here. Go read something. Go learn about something. And then build that value. If you learn something and you know somebody else that can help you, just like, you know this moving him, I started talking so long. You know this moving him, the social network, how Facebook was created? Create Facebook. You have the time. You're not on a picnic. You have children? <laughs> For most of you, you're not on a picnic. Create Facebook. Create whatever you want to do, think of it as you creating Facebook. Iterate, iterate every single day with your peers. And when you bill it, you go to them and write by your business card, as the movie said, I am CEO. <laughs> and you run your business. All right? I, I wanna, one minute, Ms. Manta. I want to add mission to my answer to you. You see when you're on your mission, 
who for fine, you're going to find you. And who you for fine, you're going to find. And if you're offered something that's not part of your mission, if you're going to depend on that now, you might depend on it later. You know? Don't force yourself to do it. The, the, the movie that's being shot now, they call me for a role in it, you know. My Trevor don't tell me some act, a joke. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not on acting now. Like acting is not in my purview of, of things to do now. I'm doing other things, right? They called me for the movie to come audition. And it was a casting director called me, who I know well. And I'm like, yo, I don't know if I want to do a movie right now, you know? Because if I want to do a movie, I want to be the producer of the movie. Because I, where I am now, I don't want to work for nobody. So if I do an HBO movie, I wanted to say executive produced by me. So the, the thought came in my head like, hmm, maybe I should just do it for her, right? I'm going to pray about it. That's the one thing you have to do. You have to all your prayers. And literally the day, I never ever prepare. The day to do the audition, she called me and said, they're going in another direction. I'm like, look at God. <laughs> I said to myself, because it wasn't, it wasn't something I wanted to do. I was just going to do it because... Oh, she saw HBO and blah, blah, blah. But no, they're part of my mission. My mission is to be an entrepreneur. And to, if I'm doing a movie, I am doing the movie. You know what I mean? And nothing wrong to go do the movie. Of course, if you want to do a movie, do a movie. But for me, and nothing wrong with that. So be on your mission. What is for you can be unfair. No matter who you have to meet. Nothing you have to meet nobody. Because once you're up on a mission, man, trust me. One more question. My daughter's sleeping. You gotta go home. <laughs> One more uh, from Lennox again. Uh, how do you market and distribute mass products to the public? Mm -hmm. And how do you choose the right distributor? How do you market and distribute mass products to the public? And how do you choose the right distributor? How do you choose mass distribution? That's a good and very important question. So now, YouTube is your best friend. Um, however, because YouTube is like this content highway, have you ever been on a big highway? For those of you who got far in, and say like a 10 lane highway, cars just moving, bam, 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 bam. Nobody not see your car unless your car at. Unless you're driving a Ferrari, that's red, blazing. You have fire coming out the back. You have a pretty girl, no bra on, pushing <laughs> it out. Nobody's going to see you on the highway. So your content must stand out. It must be different if you're going to go YouTube. And if not, and I'm sticking to this because I know it works, create your own platform. Worldmusicviews.com is mine. Google pays me to have a website. Apple pays me to have a website. Our affiliated website is Dancehall Mag. They pay us to have a website. So you can create it. There's no theater website in Jamaica, by the way. Oh, I need to put it on today. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many avenues that are not yet monetized in your field and it's simply because everybody chasing the same thing everybody running on the same thing so find distribution years ago distribution wasn't a thing if you wanted to do a play you had to find a theater space you had to promote it market it not true anymore you can set up a website you can make people pay to come watch the place the pandemic taught us this so now everything is decentralized. Find one thing that works for you. You could, you could create a theater hub, and I'm getting an idea right now. 
create a theater hub where it's like a, a global play platform where any play you want to watch, you come to the hub to watch it. I charge a little fee, you charge your fee, and you just, they, everybody just know that they come watch plays on the website. There, there are so many different ways because the internet has changed. The um, web, web 3.0 gonna change everything because the metaverse, this conference we're having now, we could do this in the metaverse right now. I mean, it looked like Akeem the right the son. You the right the son, me the right the son. But all them doing is pressing a button. And we attack. And we're doing it live. Virtual like cartoon business. So there are so many, so many ways to distribute. Uh, but you have to find out what's, what works for you. Now the second part, how you put out stuff for mass consumption. You can partner. There, there, there are three YouTube pages in Jamaica. All of them do. A repost football match. And them have like a million subscribers. No original content, you know. And they have a million subscribers. One with a live stream of Arthur Tree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a live stream of Arthur Tree alone. And people are watching it. Million. Exactly. So that, that's so you get my point. You can create all these little niche. And they make money, you know. Because that's, that's a lot. A million is a lot. They're talking like 50,000 US. Just doing that. So you can find a, a platform that suits your product, suits your content. But marketing it is what will be the differentiator. You have to find out where the people are that will come consume your content. Go to them, tell them that you have this event, and get them over. Whether you're going to get a pretty girl to be the face of your product, get this ugly man to be a face of your product, <laughs> or get anybody to tell them and evangelize. You can borrow from people's brands to come and watch your stuff. If you have a play, and you want people to come. You could say under this distinguished patronage of um, Sir Andrew Oles, Mr. Andrew Oles, Prime Minister. And people are going to come because there's an anchored guest. If you have a friend, this book has anchored guests. You see in Bolt, Shaggy, Sean Paul. These are my anchored guests. So if you want to know what them know, me talk to them. You'll see what me talk to them about like this. So you have, if you want to push anything to mass market, find mass market avenues and have anchored guests. If it's a play, have an anchored actor where people want to see. If it's a dance, have a prestigious dancer. Or if, if there's a brand that sells the thing, you include it in it. Or build your own brand because you might not mass market day one. As I tell you, Bob Marley was not mass market. A 14,000 records himself. No, myself forever. And ever and ever, amen. So you have to start from somewhere. Don't think mass, think mission. Mission, remember that, whoever that person is. If you don't think mission, when you get a hit, the adrenaline rush that you get, and you can't go back up there, it will make you mad, you'll be get depressed. People that get one hit, they're the most depressed people. Because you can't return there. But if you slowly build, and build and build, you sell forever, man. Beautiful thing. And this is the end of our event. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> blessings, blessings. Yeah. <laughs>